Holy shit, guys. Holy shit. I didn't upload yesterday because I was having a health concern. Honestly, didn't mean to freak anybody out. Put it on my Instagram story. Didn't think much of it. I got three texts, two DMs. Okay, so only five people reached out, so fuck everybody else. But just want to let everyone know I'm good. I'm great. I'm fine now. My health concern was something personal, and it was really tough, and it hurt a lot. I was constipated. And before anybody laughs and before anybody makes fun of me, can I just say the severity of how constipated I was? I didn't shit for five fucking days, okay? I went on vacation, and I still didn't shit. I went to Miami. Do you know how many things I would have loved to get out of my system that I couldn't? I couldn't even eat because I was so full from all the shit that was being lodged in my stomach. I was scared to eat. And then when I would eat, I was like, okay, maybe... And this logic doesn't even make sense, honestly, but I guess to me in the moment it did. I kept thinking, well, if I keep eating, something's going to have to come out. Some, some, it's it's going to have to come out, right? No, wrong. Five days later, I'm still eating cautiously, but I'm still eating, hoping and praying that some shit will come out. Two days ago, I felt a little bit of a grumble, a little bit of action going on in my lower stomach. I was like, this is it. It's time. Three days later, I can go shit. I go to the shitter. I'm sitting. I'm doing my breathing exercises. I'm doing all the things. I'm elevating my feet. I'm, I'm literally doing it all. And it's a disgrace. It's an abomination. And on top of that, it feels like a fucking humiliation slap to the face when a fucking pebble comes out. A goddamn... It's the size of a nickel. And it was a little bloop that came out. And I was so disgusted and so embarrassed. I didn't even have to flush the toilet. Obviously, I did. But I didn't even have to. That's how little came out. It was a goddamn pebble. What a disgrace. Two days later. Well, actually, the next day. I was like, fuck this. I'm taking a laxative. And if you know anything about my journey with laxatives whenever I'm constipated... It's that it doesn't work. Straight up, it doesn't work. I took a Miralax once and it didn't, I, I still didn't shit. I was that backed up. So I went to take the Miralax, found out that it was expired. Maybe that's why it didn't work. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it was expired. It expired two years ago. So it was pretty late in the night my local grocery store is closed. I'm not about to hop on into a CVS or a Walgreens and buy a fucking laxative at like 12 a.m. My mom's like, hey, we have another kind of laxative. And I was very scared to find out what it was. And she pulls up this crazy looking shit colored brown pill, this big ass circular brown shit. It honestly looked like the pebble that I shit out the other day. And she's like, you can take this. And I was like, ma'am respectfully what the fuck is that and she's like look it's an all-natural ayurvedic tablet it's a natural laxative shipped from india that your grandparents brought when i tell you the fear the legitimate fear on my in my face on my eyes like i was genuinely scared i was like absolutely the fuck not i would much much rather not 
take that pill and be fully constipated because I don't know what the hell is in that pill. And I was like, bring me the pill bottle fully in Hindi. I could not read what it said. I didn't even know how much to take, when to take it, when it was expected to make me shit. Like, are there any side effects? I I straight up couldn't read it. My mom was like, you're overthinking it. Just take the pill and go to bed. Next morning, your bowels will be clean as a whistle. Didn't take it. Suffered for two more days. It's so painful to be constipated because every time I ate again, it I couldn't even relieve myself and I felt like it was building up and up and up. My stomach is in constant pain 24-7. I felt like I couldn't even breathe right. I felt like the shit was like, I was just imagining the shit inside of my body and how it was building up slowly, slowly, slowly. It had passed my belly button. It was getting higher. It was rising. It was rising. It was at my midriff. It was getting riser. And as it was at my midriff, I felt like it was almost blocking my lungs. Like my lungs were filled with shit and that I couldn't even breathe right because I couldn't even breathe right. I couldn't button up my pants right. Couldn't breathe. Felt like it was going to get higher and higher and higher. It's going to fucking fill up my titties with shit milk, go higher and higher and higher. Ultimately, I was going to start throwing up shit out of my trachea. That's how I felt. I felt like my body was getting filled with shit, literally. And I'm not even over-exaggerating because if you know, you know, and I know I have constant bowel problems, especially when I was on um, antidepressants. Oh my God, there was a specific kind of antidepressant that there was once a time that I went without shitting for nine days. That's my longest, that's my full count full count it was eight or nine days it was horrible it was horribly painful way more painful than the one that I'm describing now it was terrible so it was crazy that it wasn't even induced usually all of my um bowel movements are deeply affected by medication antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication but this time it wasn't even induced by that because I'm not on that medication anymore. That's a separate story. I convinced myself that I'm fine and got off and it's not the case. But anyway, I'm not on the medication that usually makes my bowels all fucked up. So it was truly a mystery. I don't know why it happened. Probably of lack of hydration because when I went to Miami, boy, let me tell you, I was not drinking water. It was like, you know, like ABC parties, like anything but clothing. I was like... ABW party, like anything but water. Seltzer hit me up. Vodka hit me up. Tequila hit me up. Water, absolutely the fuck not. Will not be consuming. Wine, pour it up. Champagne, bubble it up. I was literally not drinking any water, so that's my own doing. I guess I never really heard the phrase that, you know, friendships are tested in Miami. I'm still not saying it right, but it's like, Something about, oh, like, the true test of friendship is when you go to Miami or some bullshit like that. I didn't know that that was, like, a saying or that was, like, the case, but it was. Friendships were tested. Things were tested. The girls trip, the girlies were fighting. The girlies were tested. Look, I never get into any drama. I never get into any anything with my friends. I don't fight with my friends because I'm just a super non-confrontational person. Look, I come on this podcast and talk shit. I talk a lot of shit, but when it comes to people I truly love and respect and care and whatever, I never get into arguments with them. So it's very rare that I ever have a conflict with anyone that I'm super close to. And it's super uncomfortable, right? Like when I get into conflicts, because 
I don't know how to handle it because I never get into arguments. So it's really awkward for me to navigate that situation. But anyway, we're in Miami. It's great. It's hot. It's popping, but also quite rainy. We're loading all our shit into my friend's car and immediately a suitcase falls onto my nail. We're not even started. We didn't even start our road trip from Orlando to Miami. A suitcase falls onto my nail and rips my entire nail off. Like, swear to God, it ripped right into the middle of my nail. The worst pain I've ever felt. Ever felt. Worse than the time where my entire toenail fell off. The whole thing clean. Gone. There was only skin left. There was not even a remnant of a nail bed left. But anyway, it ripped half of my nail off, but it was like only half of the half. So it was like half hangnail. I was not about to go rip the rest off. So the rest of the trip, every time I hit it or something, it would just start profusely bleeding. So many band-aids were wrapped throughout the whole trip. It was traumatizing to say the least. Anyway, we get to Miami. Um, It's pretty good weather. It's pretty overcast. We go straight to the Versace mansion to have lunch. Um, It was, we as soon as we parked the car, for valet and we walked in it started pouring like the hail kind of pouring and the droplets were big as fuck i felt like it was quarters dropping from the fucking sky it was unbelievable ran into the mansion we had to wait 45 minutes past our reservation just to get seated because most of the reservation seating is outside so had to wait a while but ultimately we got sat at this very beautiful place inside the mansion and we got served. We had a three-course meal for $35, $34, excuse me. It was honestly super fab. Loved it. And then we went back to our Airbnb, which was like in Midtown, super cute vibe. And I don't remember what we were doing the rest of the day, but then at night we had planned to go to a strip club. And the strip club was very intense I here's the thing I, I've never been to one so I truly didn't know what to expect but it was truly what you would expect from like a Miami strip club it was super popping very busy a lot of people the women were just beautiful amazing the way that they're working the pole like doing their little dancey dance they were they were killing it they slayed with the tea and I think personally for me, after two to three hours of that, it was enough for me because I wasn't out there blowing racks and, you know, I'm just, I'm not trying to get in the way of these women getting their bags. Like y'all go scam whoever you need to scam. Do your thing. This is your place of establishment, your place of work. I'm not here to interfere with that. Like you do you boo. But yeah, after like two hours, two and a half, three hours, I was like, okay, well, I mean, I've seen what I have to see, seen all the ass, seen all the titty, see, got a backtrack here. The core strength, the arm strength, the overall strength of these women, like I could never, when we went home after we were all like trying to do what they were doing and we were failing horribly. Like I cannot, one woman straight up she was you know circling the pole she's doing her little thing and then she's like crawling over to some guy and she did look a little flippy and she opened her legs and extended her legs mind you she's wearing these like tall ass heels and everything too extended her legs and grabbed this guy's head with her heels and then pushed him into her vagina 
like I it was it was the true strength for me let's calf strength demonstration right there like there was so the women are so strong so 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 strong unbelievable I was so shocked I could never move like that my body could never look like that and that's not even to put myself down but like damn they really got it going for them their bodies are just perfect airbrushed amazing like you do you truly anyway long story short one of our friends wanted to stay and the rest of us all wanted to gtfo because we were exhausted because we just woke up early that morning to get in to miami so there's a little bit of drama there there's a little bit of well you can leave me here and you know i'll stay you guys can go and we're like we're not gonna do that because it's miami we're not gonna just gonna leave you solo at a strip club in an unfamiliar territory to you and it was a little bit of drama but ultimately we figured it out we got our tesla uber and we went home the next day was pretty damn good we went to brunch we did design district we went out at night at winwood and let me tell you a bitch died i was yakking and it was um can i just say though that i when i puke i rally when i throw up that's not the end of the night for me it's the beginning i ended up i threw up probably a total of 5 to 6 times that night but i did not stop i kept going i went from one club to the next I was fully cohesive like I could fully formulate sentences I just felt sick um so you know and and then I walked home like 0.8 miles I I walked home with my friends like I can hang okay a bitch can fucking hang puke and rally if you look that up you'll probably see my name in the synonyms because bitch I can I can fucking hang so the next day after that went back to the design district because mama loves to shop we go and we're just strolling around, going to the Dior, we go into the Cartier, and we go into the Rick Owens, which is super cool, and right next to the Rick Owens was an Off-White, and I really like Off-White, and we go into the store, and it's a super sick vibe, everyone is like super friendly and down to earth, and we met um, the sales associate, like I was just looking around at the sunglasses, and the sales associate was just striking up a conversation. Long story short, um, I'm in love with him. He's a beautiful gay man from Miami. Moved here eight years ago from Croatia. Has like 71K followers on Instagram. He's best friends with Patrick Ta. Has met everybody famous. Has been Paris Hilton stylist at one point. Um, he's just my bestie. Um, we're Instagram buddies and he's going to come to Orlando to hang out. And yeah, I'm in love with him. And we talked for an hour and a half at the Off-White store. And I ended up buying um, some sunglasses from Off-White. And that was like my first big luxury purchase. So I felt like kind of a bad bitch. You got to treat yourself. Ever since I started my job about like 10 months ago, I have honestly not spent my money on super materialistic things. I think the other biggest purchase that I made was buying like the Apple airpod max which were about like 650 dollars well i bought them at best buy so they're actually like 550 dollars pro tip if you're trying to buy apple headphones buy them at best buy same quality same everything it's just a lower price i don't know why but just do it so that was like my first like big purchase other than the headphones and i felt like kind of a bad bitch 
Um, so yeah, we'll be rocking my off-white sunglasses literally anywhere and everywhere. Like, I'm going to be that bitch with them. But I like it because it's like the subtle flex. It's not like, oh, look at me and my off-white sunglasses. Like, it has the logo, I think, on one side of the sunglass, but most of the logo work is actually on the inside of the sunglasses. So that's interesting. And honestly, as I'm getting older, it's kind of embarrassing to wear things like for the flex or like to post on your Snapchat or Instagram, like, oh, like like a picture of the bag. Like, it's it's not cute. It's giving corny. It's giving desperate attention. It's giving PBE. I'm sorry. I had to say it's giving poor bitch energy. Like it's, I'm not a rich bitch by any means, but I'm not a PBE. I'm moderately there. I'm at the level. I have rich bitch mentality as in, I don't need to be posted up about it because if you're posted up about it, it's not a flex anymore. That's embarrassing. Just do you and if people notice and if people like know the logo or if if you know you know that's the vibe that I love it's the if you know you know it's not meant for everyone because if you're for everyone if you're for the streets you're a slut and not in a good way anyway when we were at the store his name is Tom and Tom was like you know who you remind me of well first I told him do you know who you remind me of because he looks exactly like Zac Efron and I was like do you get that a lot and he's like he sighed and he was like, yeah, I get that a lot. And I was like, oh my gosh, sorry. I don't know if that's like a trauma or pain point for you, but it truly, you do look like him. And he was like, do you know who you look like? And I was like, oh my gosh, what, who? And he was like, you look, you remind me of, not you look like, but you remind me of Haley Bieber. (laughs) And the crazy part is that someone has actually said that to me before. Like, so we like oddly enough like I was not expecting him to say that like that was the last person I was expecting but he was like your vibe like your body type like the way that you dress and you do your hair like you remind me your vibe and everything he's like I've met Hailey Bieber like you vibe like your vibe is just like her and my co-worker in college when I used to work at this restaurant said the exact same thing so I was like okay one it's an anomaly two it's somewhat of a a trending line like it's somewhat of a pattern so it was really weird it was super strange so yeah but you know it's a good thing that Hailey Bieber is actually on the list of remediated celebrities whom I no longer hate she was previously on there because I don't know I just think I didn't like her vibe I talked about it in a previous episode but She's just not the vibe, and she's friends with Kendall Jenner, who is super not the vibe. She's super not a vibe at all. I never, and I'm gonna sidetrack, I guess, but whenever I think of Kendall Jenner, the first thing that comes to my mind isn't even model. Like, whenever I think of Kendall Jenner, I'm just like, oh yeah, that flop, that 818 appropriating ass flop. Like, the Coca-Cola or Pepsi ad or whatever the fuck ad she did, flop, like, I never think of her as a supermodel like for some reason she doesn't look like a supermodel to me like she she's just so bland and gross to me she's even worse than Courtney I think Courtney has really redeemed herself these past couple of years ever since Travis but yeah I think Kendall's the new Courtney straight up back to Hailey Bieber I think I just feel sorry for her I think I feel really bad for her because of all the Jelena stands 
who is a Jelena Stan? In this day and age, in 2022, can you not? Can you not be a Jelena fan? It's so embarrassing. It's so over. It hurts Haley and it hurts Selena. It's not benefiting anyone here. And most of the people who are Jelena fans are women. So what is this woman-on-woman crime? Let it go, babe. It's not going to happen. And why would you want Selena and Justin to be together? Like, they don't even want to be together. Like, that's weird for you to, like, ship them. Grow the hell up. Poor girl was all misty and crying at one of the red carpet events. Had to wear sunglasses for the rest of the event during all the pictures. Like, that sucks. And then I also found out that she was, like, having strokes. Like, I just... I just felt bad. I was like, I just need to take her off my list because she ain't that bad. This poor girl living in the shadow of an ex can't be easy. Can't be easy. Anyway, she's fine with me now. Um, There's a lot of people who I really don't like. This is going to hurt some people. I don't, I'm just going to say it. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I don't get the whole Bella Hadid thing just gonna put it out there I think she's very beautiful but sometimes she looks a little crazy sometimes she looks a little foreign a little alien a little concave sometimes she looks 80 years old I don't even know how old she is I feel like she's my age I feel like she's 23 24 or something she dead ass will look 60 sometimes like I I don't really understand I think the whole like Bella Hadid fashion or the wave like she could be doing the damn minutest thing and people be like oh my god Bella like crying throwing up screaming like my lifeless body against the wall like I can't I just don't care because I I don't understand people who are obsessed with celebrities like what is that about that's so nasty I just don't understand like this stan culture or like this or that it's like it's weird it's it's weird it's like I don't get that. Like, why are you riding someone's dick so hard? Like, grow up. Like, I don't know. I don't get that. And, you know, it's it's just giving very much, like, you better focus on yourself at this point. Because if you're that consumed and focused on someone else's life, you are probably not living a life of your own at all. Like, that's actually really scary. And you really need to have a look inward and realize that you are weird, simply put that's it but yeah I'm tired of seeing Bella Hadid on every cover Bella Hadid for this brand Bella Hadid for that brand like it's like Bella who I totally understand that I'm coming off as a hater right now and I am like I'm I'm truly a hater and I don't even regret it because I'm not I'm not team Bella you know I have always been team Edward because nobody likes the Jake nobody likes a Jake let's be honest and that's funny in a lot of different ways I just realized that look I am not mad that I'm a hater like in a world of toxic positivity allow me to be the beacon of hatred because to be honest I'm never truly hating on anyone it's just banter right? Like it's a little bit of truth. It's a little bit of judgment. It's a little bit of truth and judgment swirl. The people who I really hate, they don't get, they don't deserve the time to be on this very public platform that may blow up and I may become famous and I can quit my job. Here's a good rule of thumb. If you can count the number of people you can hate on one hand, 
then you're fine. And I mean the people you really hate, not the celebrities, not the Kendall Jenners of the world, like people you truly, truly hate. Two hands and you either have a really good reason or you've just met a lot of people. Any more than that, if you can count the number, if you cannot count the number of people that you hate on both hands, so more than 10 people, you need a hard look inward because you are definitely the problem. Let me just say that. And also, like, I hate people that say that they don't hate anyone. Like, no one. You don't hate anyone. Not one person. Okay, fucking Mother Teresa. Like, that's such a prime example of toxic positivity. Like, a little bit of hate is necessary. I would argue that it's crucial and it makes us human. Sorry, I'm in touch with my emotions, Bethany. Hate you. You're on one of the fingers, bitch. And honestly, I don't trust people who don't hate anyone. It's like, you're not better than anyone else. You're just a fucking pussy, okay? Everyone hates people. Again, it makes us human. If you don't hate anyone, you're either a sociopath or you're a goddamn liar because you need hate to propel you in life, okay? Sometimes I do things purely out of hatred for others. Some people are motivated by money. Some people are motivated for love. Some people are motivated by pure hate. And I think that's okay. As long as you're not truly living in that mindset all the time, I think hate is is a is honestly one of the purest emotions that we can feel alongside with love and alongside with grief. You gotta feel hate because hate will propel you to do a lot of crazy shit. And maybe in a good thing, in a good way. Sometimes hate will propel you to go to the gym and you know revenge body i don't know honestly you should do it for yourself but if you're doing it for someone else if you're doing it out of hatred guess what at the end of the day it doesn't really matter why you're doing it you're doing it and that's all that fucking matters you can always change the reason later like just fucking do it now so that's just my little rant on toxic positivity and how how hatred and hating on people in general can be pretty beneficial it can help your life in a lot of different ways as long as you can harness and harbor that energy in a and channel it in a positive way you can be the most hateful person in the fucking world you can hate everything but if you can channel it to something good then it's worth it i don't see a goddamn issue with that me hating on bella hadid it's not going to affect her career. She's not going to give a fuck. She's not going to stop being on all the cover of the magazines and walking in every show. She's going to keep doing her. And that's awesome. And that's why I mostly, other than Bethany, I publicly will hate on other than Bethany. Because they're not going to be listening to this. And if they listen to this, thank you so much for listening to this podcast, first of all. Bella, if you're listening, that's super dope. I don't know how you got here, but thank you for listening. I still stand by all my statements. Do I truly mean them to like a deep personal level? No, it's just banter, babe. It's just banter. If you want to say some couple things about me, you can follow me on Instagram. Honestly, you don't even have to follow me. You can just DM me. That would make my whole life, honestly. I would use you for clout every single day of my life, probably. So, you know, the main story and the moral here is hate is necessary and hate is a very powerful emotion just harness it correctly and you'll be good 
anyway, I'm going to log off because um, I got to go do some other things with my life. But, you know, drink a lot of water, keep your bowels clean, and just start hating on people because you can. Because you got one life. YOLO that bitch. I will see you guys next week, hopefully on a Tuesday, and I'm not constipated. Bye.